Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection. The Ways of Brother Lawrence Continued. We are made for God alone, Brother Lawrence would say. Who can only be pleased when we turn away from ourselves to devote ourselves to him? In him we clearly see what we ourselves lack. Yet even our reflecting on what we lack may be a remnant of self-love that under the appearance of perfection holds us bound and hinders us from lifting ourselves up to God. Brother Lawrence said that he never swayed from his initial determination in spite of the terrible sufferings he had for four years, so terrible that he was certain he was damned, and no one could have convinced him otherwise. Without thinking about what would become of him, and without concerning himself with his sufferings, as troubled souls would do, he consoled himself by saying, come what may, at least I will do everything for the love of God for the rest of my life. Therefore, by forgetting himself, he resolved to lose himself for God, and this worked to his advantage. In him, the love of God's will had taken the place of the attachment we ordinarily have to our own. He saw only God's plan in what happened to him, and this kept him in continual peace. When he learned of some evil, instead of being astonished by it, he was, on the contrary, surprised that things were not worse, given the malice of which the sinner is capable. Brother Lawrence would immediately turn to God, who, he realized, could remedy the situation, and who permitted these evils for just reasons, beneficial to the general order of his action in the world. Once he prayed for sinners, he no longer worried about them and returned to his state of peace. I said to him one day without warning that something of considerable importance, very close to his heart, and for which he had worked a long time, could not be carried out. And in fact, the opposite had just been decided. His only reply was, we must believe that those who made this decision did so for good reasons. Our task is to implement it and not to speak of it anymore. That is, in fact, what he did, and so completely that he never spoke of it again, even though he often had the opportunity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. When Saint Ignatius of Loyola was asked what he would do if the Pope cancelled suppressed his entire order. And he said that if he had 15 minutes before the Blessed Sacrament 
he could regain his peace. And this is, in fact, almost what happened when he heard that the new pope, who had just been elected, was someone who had seriously disagreed with him earlier in his life. And Brother St. Ignatius went to the Blessed Sacrament and prayed and regained his peace. Well, the Pope in time did not suppress the Jesuits. But the point is that he was able, with God's help, to bring his will into line with God's will. And St. Francis of Assisi also was a founder of a religious order. And he also faced great interior trials. He faced a sense of being unable to pray. He faced a sense that he couldn't stand being around people. Nothing seemed to bring him any consolation. And this lasted for at least two years. In other words, those who are founders, those who have great desires to do things for the Lord, sometimes face incredible periods of isolation of loneliness, of disappointment. They were pushing, pushing, pushing for something that was God's will, they thought, and suddenly things seemed to be being taken away from them. And what did Job say? The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so Brother Lawrence, in his own humble way, he's not a founder of a religious order, but there was some mysterious thing which we're not told about, the author didn't want to cause controversy that went against Brother Lawrence's wishes. And notice what Brother Lawrence said, we must believe that those who made the decision did so for good reasons. Brother Lawrence was not suggesting that we should not fight for something, we should not work for something, but if it becomes clear that there's nothing else one can do here and now, this was his consolation. And notice something else. He was not the kind of person who went around complaining, who went around talking about it, who went around consoling himself by putting down the people who made decisions he didn't like. Brother Lawrence had incredible conformity to the will of God. The chapter speaks of the remnant of self-love. See, all of us, because of original sin and the consequences of original sin that remain after baptism, have this self-love within us that wants to do what we want to do. We have a tendency to do our own will, our own private will, against what God in his whole order is arranging. Instead of seeing ourselves as part of this great order, this general order of his action in the world, we just think of our own needs, our own place, our own situation. But Brother Lawrence had entered into the mystery of the divine will. He saw God's plan everywhere. He knew that everything that happens is at least allowed by God. And that whatever evil happens, God can permit because he, in his omnipotence, can bring out some greater good than there would have been before. There's some benefit that God can draw from this. And this gave Brother Lawrence an incredible trust, even for sinners, 
he would pray and be at peace. Brother Lawrence had no illusions about the evilness in man's heart. He knew that man was capable of great evil. He was so aware of this that people actually was surprised not when evil happened, but when things didn't turn out worse. Now, this kind of love of God was formed in him through the crucible of this four-year period of darkness when God allowed him to, to suffer this fear, this sense that he was damned. And this is one of the most painful purifications that can happen. But in that purification, in that darkness, Brother Lawrence conformed his will to God. Even in that incredible, difficult situation, he kept his will on God. He kept saying, I love God no matter what. Even if I am damned, what else can I do but love him? And that terrifying situation made his love so strong. It made his conformity with God so unbreakable that he became a saint. Oh, Brother Lawrence, the resurrection, you are not officially canonized. But pray for us, please. In our own little way, we might be faithful to God's will. That we might endure the darkness and difficulties and keep our eyes on our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.